When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Last season wasn't great for Kenny Pickett, but it was a start, a strong one. And heading into year two, there are three things that can make or break a huge year for the Steelers quarterback. What's going on, everybody? I'm Noah Strackbein. Thank you for jumping on to Steelers To Go, your daily to-go cup of Pittsburgh Steelers news and analysis. Find us on YouTube.com slash Talkers. Subscribe anywhere. You get your podcast today. We are talking about Kenny Pickett and what makes him a great quarterback. And the three things that I believe make this a huge season if they all go well for Kenny. Obviously, it comes down to his play. That is far and foremost the most important thing. If Kenny Pickett can evolve in year two, then the Steelers are in a good spot and so is their quarterback. But that doesn't come without effort. That doesn't come naturally. This isn't a given. This is the NFL. This is not college football. This is not Kenny Pickett's sixth year at Pitt. This is the NFL. Year two guys make or break their career. We've seen it both ways. Chase Claypool is in Chicago right now fighting for his life in the NFL because his first year was greater than any year afterwards. Najee Harris took a step backwards because of injuries in year two and is now looking to bounce back in year three. You see this all the time. On the other side of things, you watched guys like Alex Highsmith become a permanent starter and a force in this league in his second year. You've seen plenty of names come and become superstars. In their second season, Minka Fitzpatrick is a prime example. Wasn't with the Pittsburgh Steelers, but as soon as he arrived, he became a whole other level of football player for the Steelers in the NFL. This is Kenny Pickett's big year. But three things make or break it. Three things boost his level of success in 2023. And as long as he does his part, these things should work in his favor. We'll start with number one. Everyone wants to talk about how Deontay Johnson did not catch a touchdown pass last season and how George Pickens was the star and he'll be wide receiver one, but they avoid what Kenny Pickett did. Seven touchdowns to nine interceptions. That's where this starts. Kenny Pickett has to utilize his wide receivers to the best of their abilities, but I'll tell you this. We'll avoid Kenny. We won't talk about what he needs to do to make sure that George Pickens, Deontay Johnson, Allen Robinson, and so forth have successful years. We'll talk about it the other way around. Deontay Johnson and Kenny Pickett should be real good in year two. That connection should be much stronger than it was a year ago. Deontay Johnson is a very rhythm-type player. Kenny Pickett is also a rhythm-type player, but had no time to get into the same groove as Deontay Johnson was a year ago. You saw it by the end of the year. You should see it in week one this season because they'll be working together all offseason. When it comes to training camp, don't expect it to be like last year where it was Mitch Trubisky and then Kenny Pickett kind of snuck his way in there and Mason Rudolph did some work as well. I would expect this to be a fully loaded Kenny Pickett training camp 
a fully loaded QB one getting reps with wide receiver ones all throughout camp. A majority of the time, let Kenny Pickett get comfortable with his guys as much as humanly possible from now until September. That time alone should allow Kenny Pickett and Deontay Johnson to be on a whole new level. Then you look at George Pickens entering year two and you think immediately, yeah, nope, that's going to be something special. I believe George Pickens is already a star. I've been praising this kid and talking about how great he was since the second he walked onto a field in Pittsburgh. I've seen things from this guy that I haven't seen from many other players in the NFL. And I know that I'm still young in this, in this area. And there have been guys that have come and gone much, much more successful than George Pickens is at this point in his career. But I'm telling you, I've been watching football a long time and George Pickens has something special. And he's had something special since he walked onto a field. And I think in year two, what Frisman Jackson is going to be able to do with this guy and what he's going to be able to add to his game is going to be remarkable. And it's only going to make things better. And if Kenny Pickett and him could be on the same page, which I believe they already are, that could be a deadly, deadly force. But that'll work hand in hand with Deontay Johnson. You get Deontay Johnson in that rhythm. You allow defenses to, you force defenses, I should say, to double team Deontay Johnson and try to shut down the most open wide receiver in football. George Pickens is going to make some crazy plays. And that doesn't include Calvin Austin. That doesn't include Allen Robinson. That doesn't include Pat Fryermuth. That doesn't include Darnell Washington or Jalen Warren or Najee Harris. The weapons are there. That's part one. You let everything circulate through your top guys. Kenny Pickett and Deontay Johnson get into a rhythm. Teams have to focus on Deontay Johnson more. George Pickens starts going off. Teams have to focus on George Pickens more. Calvin Austin is now left on, a, on an island. Nobody could keep up with that speed. Teams have to focus on Calvin Austin. You get into a red zone. And Allen Robinson is a force to be messing with, and teams have to cover Allen Robinson and secure him so that he doesn't catch every touchdown within a 20-yard line. Well, Pat Fryermute's going to be working well. Darnell Washington takes a lot of pressure off Pat Fryermute's plate and allows the Steelers to utilize Pat Fryermute in a whole other way that should make him a whole different type of tight end in 2023. The weapons are insane. We'll go part two. Part two is the running game, and I think that's an easy one. Najee Harris and Jalen Warren finally have a one-two punch, and they finally have an offensive line. If the Steelers' offensive line could work well, which I believe that they will. I've been here for five years now. This is season six, season five, don't remember. And this is the first time that I've felt confident in the Steelers' offensive line. Even back in the day, Marquise Pouncey's final season, the team looked good, the offensive line looked good. You saw near the end that things were starting to struggle and that they couldn't get a running game going and that Ben was under a lot of pressure. And then that carried into 2021 where things got even worse. And then 2022 happened. Everybody left. It was a new offensive line. Things were at an all-time worse. And last year, while things got better, they weren't great. This year, Andy Weidel and Omar Khan said, nah, we're not taking that chance anymore. We're going to bulk this offensive line, and that should help Najee Harris, and that should help Jalen Warren, but who that's going to help ultimately the most is easily Kenny Pickett. You take pressure off of Kenny Pickett by forcing teams to stack the box, 
You force a team to stack the box while you have as many weapons as Kenny Pickett has to work with this season, and things become very dangerous for a defense. How are you going to stop Deontay Johnson and George Pickens on the outside? How are you going to stop the speed of Calvin Austin if you have to assure yourselves that Najee Harris isn't going to break one for 25 yards or that Jalen Warren isn't going to catch a pass out of the backfield and take off? How do you assure yourself this? If you're a defense, you don't. You don't have a way to work around it. And by Art Rooney and maybe Omar Khan and maybe Mike Tomlin telling Matt Canada that he needs to be run heavy this season, it shows that things are going to work out well, that they know the game plan because it goes the other way around. You talk to anybody in Pittsburgh, and I used to do this every single Friday. I used to walk up to Mike Hilton his last year in Pittsburgh, and I'd say, hey, what's your game plan this week? How do you stop so-and-so? How do you stop this team? How do you stop that team? And the answer was always the same. You got to start by stopping the run. If you make them one-dimensional in the pass, you could do a lot of things. You don't have to worry about as much. You don't have to stress about where guys are, or who's going to be open, or big plays. You don't have to worry about as much if you could stop the run. That goes both ways. Mike Tomlin knows that. He's a defensive coach. If you can run the football successfully, you open up your entire offense. You do things that you are not even close to able to do if you cannot run the football. You saw the struggles of last season. You saw how predictable the Steelers' offense was last season. And I'm not going to say that's all going to go away. Matt Canada has got a huge, huge burden on this team, and he's got to overcome it. And if he does, I think you know we all deserve to praise him. He deserves for us to praise him. But if he doesn't, well... There's enough talent here that I think you could work around it. If you could run the football successfully, if you can take away the pressure of Kenny Pickett being the only weapon to score points on this offense and the passing game being the only thing that moves the football and you rely on your run game heavy enough, your pass game is going to be 10 times easier. And the way that the Steelers sound right now, it sounds as if that's the way they're going to go about it. And you add Isaac Siamalu, you bring back James Daniels and Mason Cole and Chooks for, and no matter what happens at your left tackle position, you feel pretty okay about it. You got to feel good about where this offensive line is and the potential of the running game. And last but not least is the environment. Last year, Kenny Pickett walked in, and the most underrated thing about any struggle that Kenny Pickett had throughout the season was the fact that he walked into a game at halftime in the worst possible way to start your NFL career, and then it only got worse. You do not, by no means, do what the Pittsburgh Steelers did to Kenny Pickett last season. And I am a Mike Tomlin supporter through and through. I think that man is one of the top three head coaches in the NFL. I think he's on pace for a Hall of Fame career. I think that he does have to start winning some playoff games, and I'm starting to mention that more and more. But overall, I think Mike Tomlin is unmatched in this football league. That being said, I cannot be more critical of how he put Kenny Pickett into a ball game last season and started this kid's career off. It was the worst way possible to start a rookie year ever. And there have been some rough ones. But what you did to Kenny Pickett, what the Steelers did to Kenny Pickett last season was say, hey, look, Mitch is our starter. Everybody knew that. We knew that in OTAs when you talked to Kevin Dotson and he said, as of right now, Mitch Trubisky is the starter, and you know if something changes, we'll let you know, but we're moving forward with the assumption 
that Mitch is going to be the starter. Kenny took minimal reps all throughout OTAs, all throughout minicamp. You get into training camp, he took minimal first-team reps, very, very few first-team reps. He had no, no practice with these guys. You get into the season, the backups do not practice almost at all, and they don't practice successfully. If you're a backup quarterback and you're playing against defense one, you're told, hey, it doesn't matter if this guy's open or not, you're throwing the football to him because that's what they do on this play. You're supposed to throw the ball over here because this is what they tend to do on this play. It is not a make the most out of your opportunity situation if you're a backup quarterback during practice in the NFL. Kenny Pickett walked into the Jets game with no expectation that he would enter that game. And at halftime, and I get things went down and things happened and you had to make a a split decision. But in my opinion, you made the wrong one. They tossed Kenny Pickett in there after a whole week. We talked a week two weeks maybe in advance about how Kenny Pickett should not enter after the start of the Jets game. If he was going to start, it was going to be right now. Put him in during the Jet or for the Jets game. Allow him to get an easy game under his belt before you have to go to Buffalo. Nope. They decided to toss him in at halftime of the Jets game where he has no opportunity to learn or adjust or any of that. And then he comes back. He has three days of practice. And he's got to go to Buffalo against possibly the best team in the league and possibly the best defense in the league. And he gets absolutely roasted. A few weeks later, he's in Philadelphia doing the same. What the Steelers did to Kenny Pickett last year was give him very, very minimal shot to succeed as a rookie. Very, very minimal shot to succeed. This year is completely different. You walk through training camp and OTAs and mini camp and you walk through the locker room and you understand that Kenny Pickett is a part of this offense. He's the biggest part of this offense and everybody is giving in to him. Everybody is listening. He is allowed to be Kenny Pickett. There is no worries. There is no qualms. There is no dissatisfaction or having to learn from other guys. You learn as you run. Kenny Pickett is growing by the day this offseason. Last year, he was just learning the ways of football. He was learning the ways of the NFL and how to make it in this league and learning from veterans above him while he stood and watched. This year is totally different. The system around him is better. The talent around him is better. But the environment that he is walking into this season is a complete game changer. It all comes down to Kenny and how well he's going to play and I'm not here to, to say that Kenny Pickett is, a, is an all-star or an all-pro or a pro bowler this season, or he's going to be one of the top five quarterbacks in the NFL. What I'm here to say is that Kenny Pickett has a much, much, much better shot at succeeding in 2023 than he did in 2022, and there are three simple reasons to it. The Steelers did what they needed to do, and the outside factors around him are working out in his favor. Kenny's in a good place to succeed, and the Pittsburgh Steelers are in a good place to succeed around him. And as long as everything clicks and flows and works and no major injuries happen, knock on wood, Kenny Pickett could have a very good second season in the NFL.